Canada will prosecute crimes committed on the moon. A family tried to bring an unexploded shell through airport security. And the feminist witch protest kicks off in Berlin. These are the weird stories for Monday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian in a closet. Hope you had a nice weekend. I got some weird stories from around the world. Canada will prosecute crimes committed on the moon. That's right, on the moon. Canadian lawmakers passed an amendment to the nation's criminal code. The new amendment will allow for the prosecution of crimes committed on the moon. The change to the law, which they voted 181 to 144 in favor of, was described in a 500-page budget implementation bill presented to Parliament this week. Ottawa has already extended its jurisdiction over criminal acts committed by Canadian astronauts during space travel to the International Space Station. And uh, you need laws for this kind of stuff because, you know, more and more citizens are actually traveling out into space. You can you don't have to be a trained astronaut to go out there. You can just be a rich asshole. (laughs) It seems (laughs) so we need laws for this. People can do you got to really behave yourself up there. It's really a matter of life and death for you and your crew. So you really got to be a good boy or girl or whatever you identify as. It says here, any crimes out there on the moon are treated as if they were committed in Canada. This update comes as the number of space flights are increasing. And uh, this is ahead of the first crewed mission to the moon in more than 50 years. Do you know they're sending up a... A new mission to the moon. It's going to take place in May 2024. And there's going to be a Canadian astronaut on board the Artemis II lunar flyby. Now it says here, under the subheading Lunar Gateway, the criminal code amendment reads the following. A Canadian crew member who, during a space flight, commits an act or omission outside Canada that, if committed in Canada, would constitute an indictable offense, is deemed to have committed that act or omission in Canada. So they're going to prosecute you as though you did it in Canada. Although there's not many, I mean, I'm trying to think of ways that you could really break the law up on the moon. Uh, You can't rob a store or a bank because those don't exist. I suppose you could uh, rob another astronaut. Give me all your oxygen, bro. (laughs) You could do that. Uh, You can't expose yourself up there. That's uh, because you'll die. So that's... uh, that's one of the only places that a Florida man can't expose themselves. We should <laughs> we should send some Florida men up there. Okay. So this says it would include crimes also en route to the moon on the Lunar Gateway Station currently in the works to orbit the moon. Also, it covers anything on the surface of the moon as well. So any discretions on the surface. So, you know, no dealing drugs to aliens up there, guys. Get it together. It says here, foreign astronauts who threaten the life or security of a Canadian crew member on a Canadian-supported space mission could also be prosecuted according to the Ways and Means motion. The Canadian Space Agency is participating in the NASA-led Lunar Gateway Project, along with the European Space Agency and the Japan Aerospace Exploration Agency. Very exciting, going back to the moon. But, you know, don't think just by going to the moon that you can avoid paying your Canadian child support because you're going to have to. All right. And by the way, if you're a lawyer, I would think ahead and start marketing myself as an intergalactic lawyer, you know? I mean, just kind of get a jump on it. You could be one of the first ones representing space people. 
And by the way, we're, we're thinking about colonizing Mars. We're going to need some laws for that place as well. And lawyers, I'd imagine. What was that movie that took place on Mars with Matt Damon? Oh, The Martian, Jonesy? Isn't that what it's called? <laughs> oh, yeah, The Martian. How, how could I forget? Yeah, that Matt Damon character was breaking some laws up there for sure. He needed indictments. A family tried to bring a bomb home as a souvenir. An American family set off a bomb scare at an airport on Thursday in Israel when they showed security inspectors an unexploded shell which they found while visiting the Golan Heights and had actually packed for their return trip home. They wanted to take it home as a souvenir. Leave it up to a dumbass American family to try and pull up, pull this kind of stuff off. I mean, it's just so... Sorry, guys. I apologize on behalf of stupid Americans. We don't get out much, really. We certainly don't travel internationally, really. So, Also, we have the utmost hubris. We really think we can just get away with anything we want. It's pretty sickening. So a video circulated on social media showing panicked passengers scattering at Ben-Gurion Airport's departure hall. The Israel Airport's authority said a man was even hospitalized with injuries sustained as he tried to flee over a baggage carousel. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my goodness. Wow, man. Panic ensued at the airport. A poor fella tripped over the baggage carousel. <laughs> okay. I shouldn't laugh. It says here the family was allowed to board their flight after an interrogation by security staff who declared an all clear. And I assume they took the bomb away? Let's, uh, let's find out. Israel, which, which boasts high levels of aviation security, clashed with Syria over the Golan during the wars of 1967 and 1963. Oh, we get a history lesson here. That's the end of the article? That's all I get? What happened to the bomb, man? Hold on. Okay, I got a little bit more information, but not much. I mean, it just doesn't say what happened to the bomb. Can you mail it to yourself and then board the plane? I don't think so. I don't think you can mail a bomb either. It says here, security called for a complete evacuation of the area, of course. And it says that one of the children of the family was the one who found and took the bombshell. <laughs> of course, you know, leave it up to American parents to allow a child to just bring a bomb on the plane. You know? Yeah, this is what you get. American parents, they don't discipline the children as strictly as they used to. And so now kids are walking around with bombs. I think it's okay. Uh, now, in order to fill out the rest of this story, because we're lacking story here, guys, I went and uh, Googled some of the weird things that people have tried to bring on planes uh, last year. A passenger attempted to bring a grenade-slash-brass-knuckles combo onto a flight. <laughs> looks like a grenade. Uh, looks like someone tried to bring a 10-inch hatchet, which uh, someone claimed was their wedding gift. <laughs> bring a hatchet on the plane of course uh, a knife that was cleverly hidden inside a lipstick tube yeah knives um, a passenger out of Alaska tried to travel with many pounds of moose poop I don't know what you do with moose poop is moose poop valuable huh. uh, a 15 inch snake was uh, found in security <laughs> 15 inch snake okay also a snake blade that is about 16 inches long. Someone tried to bring it. Basically a sword with a snake handle. Someone did try to bring a Game of Thrones sword as well. Uh, and then we have here a glittery pepper spray. Oh, that's fun. How oh, pretty. 
another passenger tried to bring an elk pelvis on board with them. An elk pelvis. Yes, that's right. An elk pelvis. <laughs> Ooh, a machete at the Newark airport. That's fun. And then we have uh, some fireworks that were hidden inside a bouquet of flowers. Oh, that's delightful. Of course. People are so dumb. A feminist witch protest kicks off May Day in Berlin. What happened? Let's find out. Got a bunch of witches getting together. This is a feminist march on the eve of May Day. It's known as Walpurgisnacht. It's when witches traditionally meet. It kicked off May Day demonstrations in Berlin with a group of about 2,500 people. The demonstration, described as lively and initially peaceful, was aimed at reconquering the night for women, lesbians, intersex, and transgender people, according to the organizers. Accompanied by a large police presence, it concentrated on the northern and central Prenzlauerberg and Mitte districts of Berlin. But police intervened to stop the march after some participants set fire to colored flares and bottles were thrown. How sad. Later in the evening, protesters apparently acting independently of organizers threw paint at shop windows and several panes of glass were broken. There were three arrests. Charges were brought for breaching the peace, violent assault, criminal damage. Oh, sheesh. Now we got a little history here. Walpurgisnacht is an event in German folklore when witches meet to hold revels with the devil. It's traditionally in the region of north-central Germany on the Brocken Mountain. I've never heard of this witch fest. Sounds like a blast. I would attend a witch fest. It's a lot less dangerous to attend witch fests now. Back in the day, witches would get together and then, you know, well, they would round them up and burn them and drown them and all those bad things that they did to witches back then. It's nice to know now as a witch you can get out there and do your thing without worrying about being stoned. Now, I don't know if you know this about me, but I used to live in Salem, Massachusetts, also known as the Witch City. I really, really enjoyed my time in the Witch City. It's one of my favorite places in all of the U.S. It's got a rich history. It's right on the ocean. It's quite beautiful. A lot of very old structures there, cobblestone roads, you know, burial grounds, creepy burial grounds. I love it. I've even met a few witches. Yeah. I guess you'd call them Wiccans, but they identified as witches. Yeah, I shared a few beers with some witches back in the day is what I'm saying. Pretty cool people. It's just unfortunate when you have gatherings of any sort, there's always a bad apple in there that decides, you know what? I'm going to break a window. You're like, please don't break a window, man. Come on now. Someone else is like, I'm going to pull down my pants and pee. You're like, please don't pull down your pants and pee, man. We're trying to have a peaceful gathering here. This always happens. It's so sad. Then your whole witch event gets broken up by the police. Wow. It's so sad. Uh, remember back in the day, guys, when people would actually peacefully gather? Those were the good old days, right, guys? Do you guys remember the summer of love, man? Oh, yeah. You remember the summer of love? It's the of the season for love Boom, boom, boom. Hi, my loyal listeners. Thanks for being with me for this episode of Weird AF News. I appreciate your time. As always, I hope you had a nice weekend. Thank you to everyone who reached out to me over the weekend, wishing me 
happy birthday. It was a, it was a wonderful weekend that I had. Uh, thanks to all of the love that I got from the listeners, really. One of the best weeks that I can really remember. And so I want to thank you from the bottom of my core. I also want to give thanks to someone named Cheekies, who wrote me a really cool review on Amazon. The title is A Dash of Hilarious with a Touch of Bizarre. Uh, five stars, by the way. Cheekies gave me five friggin' stars. I love it. And uh, Cheekies wrote, This is the best news podcast by far. It's a dash of hilarious with a touch of bizarre. Just give Weird AF News a try and you will know why people say it's just the best way to start the day. Look at that. Very short and sweet, right to the point. I appreciate that, Cheekies. Thank you for the review. That was tremendous. It's helpful because my the reviews the review underneath it's really bad, so now... It pushed the bad review down one. So the first thing you see now is a good review instead of a bad review on Amazon. <laughs> I got so many bad reviews on Amazon. It's ridiculous. Anyways, I so appreciate that. If you guys want to help out and you can't afford to join the Patreon, you know, because, uh, because, uh, uh, duh, inflation, uh, then please don't hesitate. Leave me a review on Amazon. It's super helpful. Super helpful. Also, iTunes as well. You're allowed to also known as Apple Podcasts, you can leave a review. If you're listening on Spotify, you can't write a review, but you can click on five stars. So that would be helpful too if you would do that. I'd appreciate that very much. Thank you. I appreciate your time and your care. If you guys would like to call the show, the number is 646-450-2012. Email funnyjones at gmail.com. I'm on the gram, Instagram, at funnyjones. Say hello. Tell me what's going on. You can even put a link in there to a story that you came across that you think is appropriate for this week's episodes. Uh, and then lastly, if you'd like to support the show, uh, you can join the Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdafnews. And uh, you get extra weird content that I put into the Patreon all the time. There's all, there's all sorts of cool stuff in there. So, And you get that good feeling knowing that you're supporting a five-day-a-week weird news podcast that records in a hot closet. Yeah, why not? It's a pretty cool feeling. Anyways, I hope you're doing all right. I hope you're healthy, wealthy, and happy.